You're with Julian on the brown note and the arrogance of unsackable men. So we have seen this um, about the Spanish president of their football association, Luis Rubiales, who famously was standing next to his 16-year-old daughter when Spain won the World Cup final and grabbed his crotch um, and then actually uh, grabbed one of the Swedish, Swedish, Spanish players, uh, Jenny Hermoso, and kissed her on the lips. And she said on a live stream very quickly afterwards that she didn't appreciate that at all. And it spent her last week blowing up and overshadowing Spain's victory in the FIFA Women's World Cup. And has been a wall of people on one side refusing to play. Uh, some of the top brass have actually quit. The uh, coach of the Spanish side has even now come out and said that he is against the president. Um, so he was the one that was most standing by him because he was the one that um, Luis, Luis Rubiales stood by him because there was a massive player revolt where many of the female players refused to play for their managers, calling him abusive. Um, and they were reluctant to sort of be seen with him at the final whistle, um, and it's all got very nasty. But particularly the kiss has been a moment of showing, like, you know, at this moment of peak f uh, feminism of the, the success of the FIFA Women's World Cup of this guy shoehorning him in to the moment and grabbing a woman without consent. Um, this has gone very weirdly because uh, there's a couple of statements that have come out. Initially, one from the that was attributed to Jenny Hermoso, uh, where she supported the president of the Spanish League. And then it came out that she hadn't said any of it. It was just sort of written in her name. And now that the Spanish FA is talking about actually um, prosecuting her for lying. So it's incredible to think that this, this piece isn't really about um, him and what he did. It's just about how men in these positions can cling on to power. At the very least, he has put himself above the moment for Spanish women's football. So they're actually now prosecuting her. That's how far it's gone. So 80 players, I think, connected with the Spanish women's team have stood down until he's gone. And FIFA have uh, temporarily suspended him. But the Spanish league that he presides over, or the Spanish women's federation that he presides over, is actually pursuing the player. And it's really interesting how men in these positions are so arrogant that he can put himself, you know, even even if even if it was a misguided moment, and initially he said that she consented, and she said, no, I didn't. Uh, and he said that she was basically the one that instigated it, and she said, no, I didn't. And now the Spanish FA are, like, trying to prosecute her for lying. Even if it was a, a misjudged moment, the amount of damage he's caused and the amount it's overshadowed Spain's victory in the Women's World Cup, you would think that you would step down. But he hasn't. And he's put himself very arrogantly above the entirety of women's football in Spain. But it's not an unusual scenario. 
Because women in those situations are sacked on the spot. They barely sit down and they're gone. But we've seen over and over again that men in those positions of power are unsackable. You see people like Scott Morrison, no matter what they did, they were never removed from their job until he was voted out. But there were so many scandals, so many things he'd said that were awful. Over and over again, he would throw someone under a bus, usually, often, a woman, who would take the call and, you know, take the fall and go and sit on the back bench. He was just untouchable. And he did so many things we now know that were awful. And people like Tony Abbott, even when they do get voted out, hang around in the background and get, you know, some other plum job somewhere. Look at someone like Christine Holgate, who's the CEO of Australia Post. She got booted out virtually on the spot over handing out Rolex watches to a number of her senior executives, which were a pittance compared to the largesse that many male managers have been proven since to have given to their staff. But she was booted straight away. There's never, if it's a woman, nothing ever happens. Look at um, Boris Johnson. How many scandals was he up to his neck in? How many times did he survive all of these scandals? Compared to someone like Liz Truss, who got booted out of office within weeks. This is a men thing. The arrogance of men and who are completely unsackable. People like Karl Stefanovic on TV in Australia. He caused the downfall of his show through his midlife crisis. Yet he's back in his job. He was booted for his behaviour and the show tanked because of his behaviour. But he's back in his job, whereas the woman that took over, Georgie Gardner, got thrown away. It is a consistency. Look at Sepp Blatter. Football has a historic connection with doing this. Sepp Blatter was involved in so many scandals and kept going and going and going. It's only men. It's always women that take the fall for things or get booted straight away. Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, Silvia Berlusconi in Italy. These people are just indestructible. And there is a commonality with people like Scott Morrison and Tony Abbott and Boris Johnson and Seth Blatter and Silvia Berlusconi, which is rampant misogyny. All of these people, perhaps uncoincidentally, were known to be deeply sexist pigs. And it seems to go hand in hand with this unsackableness that they possess. The only reasons they can ever get sack is, one, ripping off rich people, and two, standing up for what's right. But a woman in any of these positions, if a woman was ahead of the FA in Spain, she would have gone that first day. And this whole guy has the entire world refusing to play. And he's still keeping his job at the moment. Well, he's, on, he's suspended, but he's still fighting to keep his job. And the league is defending him. The federation is defending him.